right, so welcome back to another episode of the Gateway Times. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Ed. All right, and uh, well, right before we start, I think we have a little bit of housekeeping to do, right? Yep, yep, Sam Harris style housekeeping. Yeah. For those of you that listen to Sam Harris. Yeah. Uh, basically, we just kind of want to talk a little bit about the podcast as it is and kind of where it's going a little bit. For those of you who are watching uh, on YouTube, you might notice that we're in a different setting, right? We're definitely like a little more informal right now, right? We're sitting on a couch rather than the table we're at before. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the details as far as filming and recording and all that are still being worked out. We're also using different mics now, kind of seeing how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we are at our, uh, uh, our mom's house in Santa Fe Springs. Right. Um, That'll be relevant later on in the episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um yeah, kind besides of, that, yeah, yeah, I guess going forward, right, um, we plan on uh, kind of getting more feedback from people who are watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, right? Um, we're, not, we're still not sure kind of what we want to do at the beginning of the show. I, we're thinking maybe um, taking like comments or questions from people at the beginning of every, uh, uh, or throughout the week, right? We'll kind of hopefully get them in our email or whatever messages or social media. And hopefully we can kind of talk about that at the beginning, something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of, of uh, Facebook groups that I'm aware of, like the Positively Downy, yeah. the Downy Community Corner, uh, in which people are very like vocal and active about certain things that happen in the community. And we would be great if, if we could put that, you know, our episodes on those groups and then get uh, asked for comments on certain subjects. Um, like, for example, I remember I was on the, uh, uh, think, I think it was the Downy Community Corner, and uh, there was some someone made a post about Blanca Pacheco, mm. and um, oh yeah, and they're very very like adamant that she, that she, that she, she needs to, to 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 be out of office, right? There, there right. are a lot of allegations of corruption, and this and this and that. Now keep in mind this is Facebook, yeah, right? exactly. And the comments on Facebook are always going to be very one sided and very strong emotionally, mm. right? lacking context and everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> completely lacking context. You know, yeah. just just just. You know, n- you know, not n- not thinking of her as doing some good things and some bad things. You know, it's it's, like, it's she's all bad, evil, right? She's Completely terrible. Evil, she's corrupt, you know, or right? she's an angel, right? Right. And of course, the truth is going to be somewhere in the middle. But it, you know, uh, for example, I saw lots of uh, comments on there about uh, corruption, or whatever, right? Like, I would love to hear from the people on the the, the Downey Community Corner specific examples. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What exactly has she done? That's 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 such a big deal, and why do people hate her? Right. 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 And that can also serve as a way for us to kind of get uh, local news that's not directly from yes. some of the newspapers, yes. right? Because I think we mentioned on the last episode that the newspapers, um, there's only a few major newspapers that really talk, that publish yeah. a lot of stories. Um, uh, and they're mainly concentrated in like Long Beach, Downey, Whittier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we would love to hear more stories about other cities in the gateway cities. So, um, so yeah, that, that's another thing that we're thinking about for this intro segment or whatever. And, and actually, we should say that now we officially have an email for people to send in yes. those sorts of uh, questions and comments. What was it? it was it's a, uh, thegwtimes at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. Thegwtimes at gmail.com. Yeah. We wanted the Gateway Times, but it was taken yeah. somehow. I don't know who. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a competing podcast or something. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then also... Um, also, going forward, hopefully, we're thinking after COVID kind of uh, uh, goes away, which who knows how long that could be. Yeah. Um, and once we get our own places and everything, uh, interviewing people. 
Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I mean, the ultimate goal of the podcast is to start interviewing people. Yeah. Right? That's what we really want to do. Yeah. Now, this is just a start as to like, okay, let's get some, you know, experience under our belts. You know, yeah. how, how does it, how, how is the process of making a podcast? Now, eventually, again, we don't know how long it's going to be, obviously, uh, at the bare minimum after the coronavirus thing yeah. ends. But, um, I mean, it's it might be even even longer than that. Well, who knows? But uh, but that's that's where we ultimately want to move the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. It'll, uh, be, for, like, it'll be really good. You know how, like, you know, the the, the, the Facebook comments on Blanca Pacheco, for example. Right, right. right. Like, it'll be really gr- good to, to talk to her and have a conversation with her. Right, about this And have, right, a, like, a nuanced, right. you know, idea of what's really going on, right? Like, just spend a whole hour just talking about, you know, what's going on in the city, how she views it, you know, how mm. she views her critics and, like, what they're missing or whatever, right? Yeah. Just get, get like, a more balanced and nuanced perspective on right. the news, right? And then we can even bring in her opponent, right? Alex um, Contreras. Contreras, yeah, right? Yeah. And have her talk about what she wants to do for Down and this this and that there's no yeah. there's no space for that none there's no right. space yeah. for that right yeah yeah and that's what we need i think at, at the uh local at the level. local level right exactly because you have like you'll have like a joe rogan podcast where he interviews like presidential candidates and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but there's no like analog for that for the local level right no, there's, there's no not. one no one's no, doing that not. right yeah. so it'd be really dope to kind of get local leaders local uh community members and just anybody from the the local area just to come in and Speak their part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that'll be that'll be really good. Yeah. Um, so do we have any other um, housekeeping? housekeeping no, I think it's it's about it, right? Yeah, I think it's about it. Yeah, let's jump into the news. Let's do it. Let's see what we got today. Um, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Um. Well, we start with um, the Downey Patriot. Downey Police gets large show of support. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that one. Yeah, so let me uh, go ahead and open this up. So this is um, coming out of the Downey Patriot, uh, written by Alex Dominguez. Uh, title the, the title is Downey Police gets large show of support. Uh, so uh, apparently, hundreds of residents lined up and paraded in front of the Downey Police Station on Wednesday in a show of support. Downey police officers um, and then officers were also treated to a meal provided by the Olive Resto Bar before lining up in front of City Hall to a cavalcade of decorated cars smiling faces cheering and horn honks <laughs> wait uh, real quick so where, where uh, it says the Olive Resto Bar where is that is that like uh, yeah, did I'm, they, not, did, I'm not sure about that yeah because I, I, I like to think we're pretty good about knowing stuff in Downey but Olive Resto Bar right yeah where is that let's see if we can give them a shout out here. yeah yeah I'll, I'll look it up you feel free to keep going but uh yeah yeah um, actually scratch that's too late I already found it okay uh yeah. so it's it's actually in uh the Downey Landing Downey Landing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh Olive Resto Bar it looks like it's in the Downey Landing uh right next to the 24-hour fitness and the, and the and the uh, the the rubies, or oh, the Bar Louis, like oh Bar Louis, okay, 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 yeah, you know Bar Louis, I know Bar Louis. Oh, it's right across you from Bar Louis. Oh, okay. Wow. I know there's that weird back area of the Downey Landing, right? Like we yeah. we usually stick to like the Alley Fitness, right? Right. And the the one right. on that I don't know what you call what what edge is that, but um, it's on the eastern edge, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's where we stick to, right? Yeah, and then there's that the, the Best Buy in the front and all that. Exactly, there, exactly, exactly. So keep going west towards like uh, what street is this? Lakewood. That's where it's at. Lakewood, and it's called what? The the Olive Restabar. Olive Restabar. Okay. Never been there. I wonder. Pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, so um, going back to the story, they just say um, yeah, there was it, this 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 uh, event was organized by Candy uh, Grisbick from the posit- positively downy uh, uh, Facebook group, which is what we we yeah. uh, there's positively downy right? About. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting to see these online groups actually go out and do something you know in the like real world tangible right, right? yeah yeah <laughs> instead of like signing just a petition they're actually they're actually going right. on doing something and like rather than like like ranting like oh you know we need to do more for the cops and this and, this yeah, and that you yeah. know and you know just 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 typing away yeah these people actually organized something and did it in the real world right right it, right this it's like it's, it's getting rarer and rarer um, nowadays right we should also obviously note that this is somewhat of a controversial stance to take in the current yes i don't know if you want to finish the article yeah. and then talk about that but that's obviously the the police uh, have not been getting a good rap lately yeah so. yeah so i mean the, yeah. the the article doesn't mention anything at all about any sort of controversy again this is also the the downy patriot which is very conservative right yeah it's pretty well known that Donny yeah. Patriot is pretty conservative. That's that's just a, um, yeah. So I'm sure that you know they have no problems with this, but you know I feel like nowadays with the whole like defund the police, you know, uh, right. you know with the whole um, what what happened uh, in uh, what was it uh, Minneapolis or yeah, yeah. M- M- Minneapolis, you know, uh, like I feel like uh, like uh, uh, there's all that sort of divides people into two camps. Right, you're either pro cop or you're anti cop. Right, you're either right. The, the, the cops are heroes or the cops are, are evil. Right, right, right. And you're always sort of you know put into one of those two camps, and you know, and there's no, there's no room for nuance there, right? It's right, like, right, right. The, you can't say, oh, well, there's some good cops, there's some bad cops. It's always no, you know, the cops bad, looters good. Right. You, know? Like, <laughs> you know, that's that's uh, if, if you if you read like the. LA Times, it's just cops bad, looters good. Cops you know? bad, looters good. <laughs> that's that's that that's the mantra that you, that's getting pushed, right? Yeah. Well, you know, there's room for nuance though. I, yeah. I feel like, you yeah. Know? like yeah. hey, it, it kind of goes back to what we were yeah. saying earlier about like, yeah, when you're on in the online communities for whatever reason, I think mainly like anonymity and just the the sh- the, the short amount of text you can put in a comment, whatever. Just like there's no room for nuance, right? Everything's yeah. very black and white. It's like yeah, the. You're, you're either for them or against them, no point in the middle, right? And I guess this is a show of people on the other side saying, well, let's let's support our cops, right? Right, right, right. And I don't know if these people, I haven't, I haven't read the article, this is, um, it's kind of like your article, right? But the mm. I don't know, no, it's super short, actually. Um, you know, I don't think that they're, yeah, they just say, I feel like it was long overdue paying respect to the police department. They've gone through a tough time, as everyone has. We just support them. We have an awesome police department. So I guess they're not really like, acknowledging too much of the downsides, or is, is this? You know? Yeah, no, they're. I mean, yeah, they're not like like. Uh, I don't think they really mentioned that at all. It's sort of like. I mean, this is clearly like a pro cop move. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it's it's like a pro cop stance, which like you know I'm you know obviously they're they're not gonna go to the to the police department the front of the front of the police department and say yeah. like uh you know a bunch of racist cops in here you gotta get them out yeah 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 <laughs> uh so obviously they're, they're only gonna say good things um yeah. so yeah i mean i i support this I, I i like this you know uh and i i do think that you know uh as much as you no know, cops you know there are a lot of really bad cops there are a lot of racist cops like uh like uh, the, the the guy that killed George Floyd, right? Yeah, that was yeah. a very bad, you know, evil cop that you know should never have been a, a police officer. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, you know, you know, th- th- I'm sure there's things that we could we could do, to maybe maybe like the requirements to be a police officer have to be a little higher. 
you right, know, right. Or, or something. There needs to be more training, right? Or something, right? There, there, there's steps. There's, there's the things we could do, but to to like categorically say that cops are all bad, right? Or that we should not have any police department whatsoever. Yeah, or that we should yeah get like, rid of the police department. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if there's zero police, it kind of it would not be like a very like a happy place, you know? <laughs> no, no, would it? No, would it? Um, that being said, I I do think like. Um, Police have probably gone too militarized, right? Yes, I mean, there's, there's yes, obviously absolutely. a lot of like, there's a lot of benefits for defense companies and contractors to like be selling police departments these like hyper militarized like yeah, equipment and yeah. vehicles. You know, like it's it's kind of be it's kind of a situation where they're treating their citizens like they're uh, you know like like they're scared of them, right? <laughs> like right, when, they, when they have all these right, right. crazy equipment and these like crazy assault rifles it's like well the people themselves are like oh this is a little dicey you know yeah. the, the cops are getting kind of scary now <laughs> yeah they're supposed to be protecting us right yeah i think like i saw some that were getting like 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 le- like legit like military grade like yeah like, like yeah al- almost like a like like, a, like an apc or whatever right know? and it's like what are you protecting against <laughs> yeah, like, what like, like you know? yeah we're not, this is not a war zone yeah exactly it's not a war zone we don't have like rpgs you know right ready to... and even the appearance of that is enough to kind of like uh get people not happy right and obviously rightfully so right yeah uh, so i i think that you know when you say defund the police yeah, I think it's, you know, if you, if you, uh, you know, it, it can be a little more like, you know, uh, you have to be a little more s- specific, I feel like. If you defund the police in terms of, you know, the militarization that's been going on the past yeah, couple of decades, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Now, yeah. I'm, 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 I don't, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to the cops to have stuff like, right. like that, you know? Or even like the over policing, right? Over policing, like uh, having too many cops in like, in like, quote unquote, the bad neighborhood. Right. Kind of a similar thing is like when you have the, the, the appearance of like, oh, like, we don't trust you guys, and then. The people are gonna be like, no, we don't trust you. We don't trust you either, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's it's one of those issues where you know the if you go on social media, it's two you know two sided. Yeah, but yeah. Either give them zero dollars yeah. or like you know or, give them a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them RPGs, right? You know, it's so it's just um, it's one of those things where like you know I feel like we need to have more conversations about this kind of stuff. More nuance, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to the root of the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because last time I checked, like, I don't think the people, like, in Norway hate their cops, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, who knows? I mean, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, that. to be fair, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, yeah to be fair. I, I kind of just make the assumption of, like, you know, uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, I mean, part of it, of course, is the, uh, like, the, the fact that in Norway, like, you know, it's, no, well, I don't, again, I don't know. I've never been to Norway, but yeah. it's probably not as, like, you know, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, like, segregated. You know I mean, right. Because like, you know, you have the white people and you have the black people. Right. In Norway, it's just, like. Uh, it's probably mostly like you know, uh, like one ethnicity or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, pretty homogeneous relative to here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, we've never been. We've, we've never been to Norway, Norway, so that's a huge, just, massive caveat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anyone from Norway is listening to the podcast, then you know, feel free to you know pipe in and yeah, let, let us know. Us know what the, <laughs> yeah, how the cops, are, how you feel about the cops out there. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's let's jump into uh one of the ones I looked at. How about uh. How about the one that's close, uh, near and dear to our hearts, yes, <laughs> so Santa Fe yes. Springs? So this is coming out of the Whittier Daily News, and this article is titled uh, "Councilman who helped create modern-day Santa Fe Springs has died." Um, now uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, right? We're recording this live in Santa Fe Springs. Um, we grew up in Santa Fe Springs, spent a lot of our time here. And so uh, when we saw this title, obviously it kind of struck a chord. So um, 
Ron Kearns, who was a councilman from 1978 to 2007, helped create modern-day Santa Fe Springs, um, and he died on June 20th. Uh, so a memorial service is planned for the future. Um, and apparently Kearns, uh, who had this long tenure in Santa Fe Springs, he helped shape and mold Santa Fe Springs into what it is today, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so apparently he says he worked for 33 years for the city, including 19 as a city manager. And uh, from what I'm getting from out of this article, people really uh, on the city council, uh, they really looked up to his like his uh, business acumen. So he, uh, before he was on the city council, he was actually a businessman. Since he started this business called uh, A Plastic with a K at the end, um, mm-hmm. and he sold it uh, soon after he was elected to the council. Okay. Um, so because of his business acumen, I think people on the council looked to him for advice when it came to commerce and economics right, and right. how to build up uh, Santa Fe Springs economy. Um, and so a few of his big projects that are highlighted here in the article. Um, so ap- apparently, so you know, right, that we are not patrolled by the LAPD. Right, right, right. Going back to the police. We are actually patrolled by Whittier PD. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and apparently, he was one of the chief kind of architects of that move. It doesn't say why he wanted the move. Yeah, that's right? interesting. I would like to know why yeah. he prefers the Whittier PD over the LAPD, right? Because it seems like it was like a tough thing. Like, it, like it was, it, it's a hard-fought thing. It says um, he took a strong leadership role kind of in, on, in that project. Um, and let me see if we can find it here. It says... Uh, can't find it now but the, oh here it is yeah so the association for los angeles deputy sheriff sent out 10 mailers opposing the change so lapd really opposed this okay. um it was a time that took a lot of courage and former councilman l sharp and george minahan were looking to run for leadership mm-hmm. so he says it was a tough time but they they really wanted the the Whittier PD. So i wonder why the lapd did not or the association for uh, los angeles deputy sheriffs I wonder why they opposed. Yeah. That, right. What? Like, does LAPD want to be in every city in LA County? Right. Is that what right, that would right. be the preference? Is, do they get more money that way? I, I, I'm assuming Presumably. there's some money involved in that, right? Maybe like the more neighborhoods they, they they're in, they make more money somehow. Yeah. I, don't know. I imagine it has to be right. They have to be compensated for that. Yeah. Um, and usually they get their way. That's the thing. I mean, he says the quote here from him when he was trying to do this is it was one of the toughest times in the city's history. Yeah. Mm. Like that's a, that's the way he described it. One of the toughest times in the city's history, history was trying to trying, trying to, to go from the LAPD to the Whittier PD. And you know the police union and, the, and I guess this probably this association for LA deputy sheriffs they they're very strong. So presumably right. like they really fought this hard. So you gotta wonder like why you know why again why do why why are they so powerful right, right. and. You know why? Why do they, they want it so bad, right? Why? Why, why do they want to patrol so bad? Right. I'm guessing it involves money. Yeah. Right. But yeah, how are they so powerful? Because I, I think I think it would be cool if every little city had its own police department. Yeah. Police cool. by people from the community. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Right. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah. You want people policing you who you know, right? Yeah. Your neighbors. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. then they're treating you more humanely, presumably, right? Right. Um. So. I don't know. I mean, the reason that I, for I understand that the union is so strong is they're just they really stick together, right? Like when they when they when they make a decision, the whole block kind of moves as one, right? Right. Right. So obviously, it's like for politicians, it's a powerful voting block and powerful like uh, 
I guess they can make it difficult <laughs> for like right, city right. leaders if they don't get their way, right? Right. Um, that's what I understand. But uh, so yeah, that, that's one of his main accomplishments that he he's proud of. Also, uh, he also turned uh, the way they describe it here is uh, he turned uh, the city, which used to be more um, into oil, right? For those of you that don't know the history of Santa Fe Springs. Uh, this used to be a pretty big oil city. And actually, I was reading a little bit in the Wikipedia, the history of Santa Fe Springs. Apparently, it's one of the biggest and most like lucrative oil fields like uh, in the whole country, basically. Wow. It was like more so than even Signal Hill and Long Beach, right? Wow. Um, and so uh, it was an oil field for a long time. But after like a bunch of decades of mining the oil, the production kind of fell off. And I guess they were looking for new sources of revenue. So this guy, um, Kearns, he um, helped, uh, it says here, he helped to turn a 255-acre oil refinery to a hugely successful business park. Um, because of Ron, the project that was estimated to take 20 years to complete to only nine years. Dang, that's pretty good. So that's, that's pretty crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, This is like a 20-year plan. That's, that's a long plan, right? That's, that yeah. takes time and effort and money. And he managed to shorten it to nine years. Even nine years, I mean, that's a long time, but to convert an oil field basically into what it is now, which is yeah. literally just huge zones of commercial, like businesses and factories and stuff. Right. Uh, it took a long time. And, you know, like uh, most like big long plans like that, you know, they take longer than expected. Yeah. Right? 20 yeah. year plan, you know, it'll take like 30 years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Think about Dude, this. Half the, the time is the uh, high speed was it the the fast rail from LA to SF that was supposed to be oh done. yeah yeah the bullet train has not even that, that thing is pushed back like 30 years yeah <laughs> yeah um, so. yeah that was Kearns um, that's it, it says he was a very good negotiator and a businessman he liked to golf apparently karaoke um, interesting yeah so yeah. pretty influential dude and really shaped a lot of what modern Santa Fe Springs is like uh, yeah and you know since we have a lot of experience and knowledge of Santa Fe Springs, right? We can attest a little bit to it, right? Um, it's a pretty interesting place to live, right? <laughs> it's kind of a quieter, like, neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, like, because of all the business parks, like, the houses tend to be kind of... Um, well, it, it's kind of be segregated, right? You have bi massive business parks and you have the kind of residential neighborhoods, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not a very walkable place. That's one thing that I think could be yeah. massively improved. I mean, um, but like some of it's kind of nice. Like the, I think the neighborhoods are 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 are, are pretty nice actually. Right? Yeah. Um, Especially in regards to like, I think we were talking about this the other day. The the local neighborhood schools. Right? Yes. Because literally yes, yes. within a like a. I said it's not walkable, but I was preferring more to like the the, the like entertainment and commerce and you know yeah. buying stuff. But the school is actually a block away, right? Yeah. The elementary yeah. school, which we didn't go to, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, there's two of them right at the end of our block. Yeah, and, two of them, and they're good yeah. schools. They're, they're both great schools. Yeah. The high school, it's walkable from here, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's doable. doable. It's like doable. twenty minutes, twenty, probably thirty, thirty. Oh, yeah, probably thirty. If I had to guess. Okay. Yeah. If you're fast walking, like twenty, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Santa Fe High School. Um, the library is pretty close. The library is walkable, definitely walkable. Yeah. Um, the it's a nice library too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like one of the best in. Yeah, in, yeah. In, I feel like LA County. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the only thing it, it's missing, I would say, is a downtown. Right. Yeah. Uh, Santa Fe Springs does not have a good downtown. The main yeah. like what's it called, the Promenade or something like that? What Santa Fe Springs where the uh, where the, the dollar store is at? Uh, the Starbucks. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Is, is it called the promenade? Uh, I don't know if it has a name, right? Oh, I think yeah, I think it's called the promenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promenade. That thing is like I think they supposedly are downtown. Like, are, is that is that really our downtown? Like, I, are, I would argue it's closer to like. Well, yeah, that and maybe that's supposed to be it. But I feel like what's, what's now more of a downtown is like S&P Sports Bar area, <laughs> right? You know, like over there. Yeah, like where Walmart's at, I where guess. Where Walmart. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of like restaurants out there. It's, it's like a big, you know, it's got like, you know, the Walmart, the Target and all that. Yeah. But no, it's not really like a downtown though, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's missing a block of like really dope bars and like some clubs and like some restaurants. It's missing like a nice walkable little place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doesn't have that. S&P is like that. a dope spot. Yeah. But it's just, you can't walk there really. Yeah. Geezers is a classic. Geezers, yeah. Uh, and then there's also um, Maggie's uh, Maggie's Pub. Maggie's Pub. See, but those are all along uh, Telegraph. Yeah. Right, yeah, which yeah. is like a huge street, right? It's not walkable. And you, to go from, like, say, Maggie's Pub to Geezers. No, it's not happening. You, it's not happening. Not happening. You're not walking. You cannot You're walk. Not walking it's that, in right? S and, yeah, it's not going to happen. And yeah. to walk to, like, S&P Sports Bar... Forget about that, it. Yeah, it's not Forget happening, about it. right? Yeah. So it's like it's missing. It's missing a small, nice little downtown. Is what it's missing. That yeah. yeah. If it had that, it'd, it'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But besides that, I think uh, you know Ron Kearns did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, uh, Ron Kearns. Yeah. So I feel like you know we there's like you know people like this you know we don't see too much of anymore right these these man built it right it's like yeah I don't know man. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it's once the place is established, kind of hard to like mold it even more. But I don't know. Downey's it Downey can be improved. Downey already. Yeah, it can be improved. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I kind of wish. Last thing I'll say about Santa Fe Springs. I wish that because if you look in the history of Santa Fe Springs, um, when when uh, before the oil, it was actually known as like a place of natural the reason it's called santa fe springs is because it had natural springs right hot springs. and so yeah hot springs and so apparently before these to be like uh, i think a like a doctor chiropractor something like that and he would use the hot springs as like uh, his place of business and so uh he, hundreds of people would come and they would like you know right. get treated at this i right. i just wish the natural hot springs was still here that'd be really <laughs> cool yeah that'd be really cool i don't know if they just like cemented it over in a typical american fashion or, or what yeah who knows, <laughs> man yeah Probably something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to say something about um, uh, Long Beach here. All right. Let's jump into Long Beach. Let me uh, try and load this up here. Some this is from the Signal Tribune, right? Yes. Uh, do you have it on there? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go? Do you want to? Uh, you want to just use mine or? Yeah, let me grab yours. Yeah, real quick. I try to get yours to work. Okay, that's a nice iPad. Jesus <laughs> Christ! iPad Pro, man. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, so this is coming out of the uh, Signal Tribune. Uh, the title is "Long Beach Community Split Over Petition Calling for Woodrow Wilson High School's Name Change" by Carla M. Enriquez and Lizette Mendoza. Um, so apparently a petition created on June 7th aimed at changing Wilson's high school's names has been getting support and creating controversy within the local community. So this, this school is located in the, uh, Alamitos Heights area of Long Beach established 1925. So it's been a long time. Mm. It's named after Woodrow Wilson, the 28th president of the United States. Okay. Now Woodrow Wilson 
is a controversial guy. Yeah. Right. It's funny because I feel like when I was in high school, he wasn't controversial at all. No, he wasn't. No, right? When wasn't. I was going through school, elementary, middle, high school, you know, all I ever heard was praises sung about Woodrow Wilson, actually. Yeah. I think most people considered him like a pretty good president, actually. I think um, the League of Nations and all that. The, yeah. Yeah. He, had, he, had, he talked a lot about his values and like his... Uh, talked a lot about his values. Yeah. But then more recently, uh, I guess it's kind of gotten more controversial yeah 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 i remember i remember the same thing where in high school i, I kind of admired him i was like oh like yeah. he, he, he was one of my my, my favorite presidents yeah you know, yeah Richard wilson he was he did he lead the um u.s in world war one uh was uh, it a... i think i think he won the league of nations came up out of the because of world war one right. and so, that was his concept that was right? his concept because so again think, yeah he, he he was a very like idealistic person in some ways and other ways i guess like which we'll get to yeah he was very not but um, yeah, I, he he forced he thought of this international cooperation would bring an end to wars and all that and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, I I remember after high school, uh, I remember reading a reading something about how I think he was the, I think he was the president of Yale University. Mm, I think it was Princeton. Pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Princeton. 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 Yeah. And I do remember he had he, he said some pretty racist stuff about yeah. like I think he like he he didn't want to admit. Like I don't remember, I don't remember if it was black people or just non-white people or something like that. It was I don't, I don't want to get the facts wrong here, but I do remember when during his his, his uh, presidency at Princeton, mm-hmm. he, he was definitely like racist. Yeah, there yeah. was definitely some elements of racism in his yeah. his thinking there. Yeah, I also I also read a, I was reading a book recently and they mentioned how he. Um, he was a big supporter of like the Ku Klux Klan kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this yeah. this article uh, uh, mentions oh, yeah. that it says yeah. a change.org petition lists many reasons for the change. Uh, uh, so the the the, the, pe- the petition wants to change the name because of Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the petition lists many reasons for the change. Among them is the president's symbolic alignment, quote unquote, with the Ku Klux Klan by requesting a private screening of D.W. Griffith's Birth of a Nation film, known for its racism. With, with its depiction of black people as savages and the KKK as enforcers of, quote, a just and human racial order. Uh, Wilson's uh, segregation in the federal government during his tenure as president is also listed. Right. I think segregation had always been in place, though, up, even up to that point. Yeah, right. I, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think he was just... I don't think he, he started that, right? No, there's he no way. He kind of just continued it. Oh, you know what? I think I remember reading something about him getting rid of some... Maybe, maybe, maybe some. So I think him. I'm not sure. I I'm not. An yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to get the facts wrong either. Right? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but I do. Maybe I think he might have like gotten rid of some, like maybe some black people that were in office mm-hmm. that were appointed by the person before him. I don't know though. I'll have to look that up. Uh, so yeah. So the point is that there's a good amount of controversy in Long Beach over this, whether mm-hmm. or not the name should be changed to Woodrow Wilson High School. The article goes on to 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 talk about the alumni of the school now mm-hmm. the alumni for the most part it seems are against changing the the name of the school yeah i just found a quote here by karen barry autry who's an alum from 79 and he, she said while i would never condone or support any form of racism autry said in a statement to the sigma tribune i would urge the lbusd to seriously consider the ramifications of reacting to this request um, while I cannot speak on behalf of every Wilson alum, I can say many are very proud of the legacy and wear their Bruin pride with honor. Yeah, there's another one here. Um, 
It says, uh, we should learn from history, not hide it, uh, said Theodore Dwight Bunce mm -hmm. in for the board's uh, public comment. Uh, it doesn't say he's an alumni, but um, Bunce, uh, he, he listed Wilson's accomplishments as a president and just put up accomplishments in quotes, as a, such as his commandment of the military during World War One and his advocacy for the League of Nations. Yeah. Uh, there's another one here I remember reading. Let me see if I can get to it. Those are an al alumni who threatened to stop supporting the school uh, financially. Wow. Yeah, it was... Um, where is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone said, if you do change our name, please take my Wall of Fame plaque down, Terry Cassian submitted as, as a public comment. Burn it, trash it, shred it. It will not matter to me. My pride will evaporate. And I will never donate, associate, or be involved with any new school name, fundraiser, or event. So this is very controversial, very emotional. Yeah. Right? So a yeah. lot of alumni, it seems like the majority are against changing it. The alumni, yeah, right? yeah. It's from, what I, from what I read too. Um, does mm. it say, does, does it have anybody who's uh, uh, for it here uh, in this article? Yes. Uh, at the bottom, it says... Um, uh, Adriana Carlos, uh, she, she said a name change should be considered for not just Wilson, but for other Long Beach schools. She says, I feel like the Long Beach school district should hear and consider the change. While they're at it, let's review all the schools. Uh, does not say whether she's goes to the school or not. Carlos attended Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo High School located in the west side of Long Beach. Uh, he said, I can see why one would want, would feel like the name was, uh, representative of the community, but they missed the mark there. Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo was a con uh, conquistador, and according to Wikipedia, he was a slave trader and broke up many native families. Uh, so there are people that are for it. Um, mm. Again, it doesn't say uh, whether these are actually students of the school or these are outsiders. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we should also say that there's another article also from Long Beach yeah. about uh, Long Beach uh, Community College. Uh, was, was it? A uh, I have it on there. Here, let's switch back. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, there's a second article here on, uh, this is from the Daily 49er called Should He Stay or Should He Go? A Campus Divided Over Prospector Pete. Uh, so, I mean, uh, uh, this is written by Madeline Amato. So, uh, I mean, I, I uh, don't want to spend too, too, too much time on this. It's but the same basic idea. Yeah, it's the same yeah. basic idea where, I think this is, where is this? This is at, uh, I think it's Long Beach State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Long yeah, Beach State. It's from, yeah, it's from the Daily Forty Nine ers Yeah, so, yeah. It's Long Beach State, where the point is that there was a statue of Prospector Pete. That's their mascot. That was the mascot for a long time, apparently. Yeah, for a while, and they recently took him down uh, because uh, I guess um, I, it, it, they didn't go into too much specific. I think Prospector Pete was like a generic prospector, right? right? Yeah. But so he's not even a real person. I don't. I don't believe. Um, yeah. So someone here says uh, this is Deborah Sanchez, uh, alumna and professor of American Indian Studies. She said the statue reflects a time when the country was in the full process of ste stealing land and massacring Californian Indian people. To some, that statue uh, represents white immigrants who traveled to California to find gold and in turn a better life. But at what expense? We need to recognize the dark, dark history of this country. And the even darker history of what happened in the indigenous population. So, uh, so yeah, I don't think he was based off a real person. I think it was just a generic prospector Pete, right? But yeah. 
as a prospector, he represented that time where, you know, the, I, I, I guess the, uh, I don't know if the prospectors were doing bad things to the Indians or, I'm, I'm not familiar with the history there, but. Me neither. Um, I, I guess it represents that time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so this is, I mean, it's pretty interesting. I feel like all over the country, people are, like, uh, having this argument about, should we take down this statue or should we not, right? I think something, some of them seem more clear, more like, okay, you should definitely take this down. And some of them a little like, well, a lot of people are kind yeah, of uh, yeah. split on this one. Yeah, there was an article that we cut from last week in which um, some people vandalized the uh, Greenleaf statue yeah. in, in Whittier. I think it's uh, John John Greenleaf. Mm -hmm. um, it was his name. I think he was like the, the founder of uh, Whittier. Right. right. And um, that ironically, he was an abolitionist right, right? he was an right. abolitionist right. right he was against slavery but they but someone someone uh graffitied uh blm on there right right so i mean that again like isn't just because the statues of a white guy doesn't necessarily mean right right that he was a racist <laughs> and terrible person right, right. It's like it's, i just i just pulled up the wikipedia too just to confirm yeah it says john greenleaf whittier that was his name yeah he was an american quaker poet and advocate of the abolition of slavery yeah yeah he was a, he's a quaker so and so for someone to deface a statue of an abolitionist it seems i, I don't understand it yeah I yeah i get it yeah um well what about wilson right is yeah is that, does wilson. he deserve to be taken down right yeah, I, for me, like, the prospector Pete, uh, honestly, to me, doesn't make any sense. He's, he's, he's a generic person, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. generic prospector. A generic prospector can't be racist, right? Right. It's, it's like, he's not even real. So he, he's not a historical figure, right? right. So it's like... A, right. I, that, that to me doesn't make any sense. Uh, he, he, he could he could have been, you know, and they could have just, you know, made him, made him an abolitionist prospector, you know? Right. Or, like, like or know. just, yeah create some lore behind him or yeah, I, you know, yeah, I don't know yeah i don't know now the woodrow wilson one that one i think is a little more controversial right because yeah you know he's you know he's a complex person right on the one hand yeah he did do the whole you know he did want you know a, a, a peace and you know world peace whatever he did the, the league of nations Again, if you ask, you know, certain people, even that's kind of controversial, yeah. like the globalists, and right. why do you always want a global movement, whatever, but right. I didn't want to get into that. Yeah. Uh, it definitely seems like he wanted global peace, you know? Yeah. Um, now, on the other hand, he, you know, a lot of stuff he did at Princeton and as a president was, was racist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this one, I don't know. This one I'm a, I'm a lot more torn about. Yeah, know? it's tough. It's tough. I don't, I'm trying to think of, is there any other president that we have, like, well, people are also starting to turn on slaveholding presidents which are like most of our first like right five or like thomas jefferson yeah, and yeah. Um, some, now some people are even saying to to take down uh mount rushmore right, right to take down right. mount rushmore right now the there is some backstory actually to mount rushmore where apparently it used to be sacred indian land and uh i guess like the people the people the dude is i think there's one guy who really wanted to make it was like we're just gonna take your sacred land and I guess it was like the Mecca to them. So, and then wow, they just like really? blasted dynamite in there. So that's, that, that's a little controversial too. But hmm. I don't know. I mean, we're living in interesting times where everything is being reconsidered. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's not obvious in the future, like 10, 20, 30 years from now, what people will look back and think about this time. Are they going to think, thank God we did that? Because yeah, that was right, terrible, terrible right. people. Or they think, wow, that was a weird like decade of American yeah. history where, every, where we were just super hypersensitive to everything. We didn't want to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, like, like, what do you make of the fact that the alumni want it, 
but uh, a lot of like younger people younger uh, people don't want it, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess the alumni obviously have a lot of strong ties to the places, right? So if they graduate from that school and they spent four years uh, at uh, the school and then spend years like going back and spending money and donating and stuff, their time and money, uh, they develop an affection for the school and so obviously they don't want it to change, right? Mm. And so they see this movement as like, okay, we understand like we don't want like a statue of Hitler, you know, but Woodrow Wilson, well, he's a controversial dude, some, right. some good, some bad, let's leave it, learn from it, yeah. right? Um, versus the younger people, uh, you know, tend to be more radical, tend to be a little more like, you know, he lets us take it all down, you right. know, burn right. it all down, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I guess maybe it's like just like the emotional attachment that alumni have to the school, you know, they have fond memories of it, whereas young people... They don't have that emotional attachment, so like, well, screw it. Screw it. Why does the name matter? Yeah. We can change it anything. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, it seems like there's going to be a fairly big backlash from a lot of commu- uh, alumni members if yeah. the name does change, right? Yeah, Including definitely. Money, definitely. Which, yeah. like, these schools are scared of losing big donors. I don't know if that school has big donors, but yeah. um, I do know, didn't they say Princeton recently changed the name of... Uh, yeah, I think they changed the name of the, the school of... Uh, public policy, I think it yeah, was, yeah, right? Yeah. Which was called Woodrow Wilson High uh, School of... Uh, uh, public policy. I don't know what they changed it to or what. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that. So they did it. They changed it. They, they did it, right? I wonder, yeah. I don't know if how alumni are reacting to that. Right? I don't know. I mean, they have big donors. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They have some real big pockets. So I wonder that that could hurt them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm curious about that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about this. Uh, it's controversial. I don't know, man. Uh, on the one hand, I, I could see both sides of it. Yeah. You got to leave it to the people. And I don't know if it's like a majority vote. but <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, stuff. I think they should just leave it to, well, I don't know. I don't want to say like cur- just current students and alumni, because like, well, for, but like uh, somehow like an outsider is like, you know, butting in on like, oh, that shouldn't be, you know, the name of their school. Well, like they don't go to school there, so it's like, how much of a right. that person? How much is you're not part of the school? So why are you? Why are you? Yeah. Why is your voice being heard? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it should just be to people that are like directly connected to that. You know. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I also wonder, like, I mean, we're looking at certain presidents, but weren't there, like, a lot of kind of shitty presidents or people that had a lot of shitty qualities to them, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, there's no president that was an angel. And no, so, no. And, you know, I definitely, definitely know that, you know, there's not going to be, like, a statue of Donald Trump anytime soon. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's that's going to get taken on so fast, you know, you, yeah. you, know, you know what happened. No, there's no way. No there's way. No way. No way. Yeah. Uh... But, yeah. you know, other presidents, there's always been shady presidents. There's always been shady presidents. And, like, no one's perfect. And, you know, for I feel like for someone to say, like, you know, oh, uh, like, we should take down all references to, like, Thomas Jefferson, you know. For me, that's going too far. Because, like, yeah. like, Thomas Jefferson was, was one of the founders of the country. Right. Now, yes, he, he owned slaves, right? That's a very bad thing. But he also had a lot, you know, a lot of uh, positive qualities too. He, right. Uh, so it's just he's, right. he's a complex person. Right? Now you know, for for the most part, school when we, when we were growing up, they just educated you on all the positive stuff, right? Yeah. I never heard nothing Me but either. praises yeah. about Thomas Jefferson, right? Yeah. He was like like uh, he was a Mount Rushmore, right? Right. He, he was he was like like, like, like a saint, like, like a, a saint, complete, basically. Saint, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, but then, uh, now we're, all the ugly stuff's coming to light. That's a positive thing, I think. We gotta get both, ba- a balanced yeah. perspective on yeah. these historical people. Yeah, I, I do like that a lot. Like, I hope in the future that in, in, like, the eighth grade, you know, history book, you know, you see, like, yeah, he owns slaves. Yeah, that yeah. That needs to be yeah, said. Yeah, Someone needs to be talked about, right? Yeah. 
Rather than just like, oh no, he was perfect, just you like know. sweep it under the ground. Like, no, he's yeah. a perfect dude. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's a big that, plus. That's very I positive. Very positive. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to our last story. Yes. So this is a nice light way to end the yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, so let's do that. I like. I like. That. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is coming out of Los Angeles magazine. Uh, this came out July seventh. Says um, all of LA's pop up drive in movie nights of summer. So for those of you listening or watching, and you, if you're interested in going to a drive-in, this might be good information for you. Um, so uh, before I actually get into the list, I should say that uh, I have uh, I've gone to a, a, the drive-in a good six or seven times. Wow! <laughs> yeah, since the pandemic started, right? And it's funny because before the pandemic, I didn't even consider or think about drive-ins. I don't know why. Right. It didn't right. even enter my mind, even though there are local drive-ins, a few. Right. Um, but then I went, and I forgot what the first one was. Well, I remember the location. The location of the first drive-in I went to was uh, the Mission Tiki drive-in in Pomona. So I went all the way to Pomona. Okay. Because in that time, when the pandemic first started, uh, for whatever reason, LA City closed the drive-ins. Um, mm. So in LA City and LA County, you could not have a drive-in. So we, I had to go all the way to Pomona to get to go to the drive-in. Um, it was really nice. Like I really enjoyed uh, my time there. And I, now I, w- I would strongly say that I think drive-ins are far superior to movie regular movie theaters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's controversial. Um, I don't know if that's like a, a hot take. I don't know. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I feel like back in you know whenever I watch like a movie from like the like fifties or sixties, uh, you know, I always imagine like you know oh like a young couple goes to a drive-in. Yeah, right? yeah. Like nowadays, it's like the movies, right? Right. But uh, like, what about the drive-in? Uh, did you like? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. I mean, first of all, um, probably the biggest thing is in a movie theater, you can't talk to whoever you're with, right? So right. if if you're trying to go on a date, do not take a movie theater because you right. can't talk to them. Go right? to the drive-in. Go to right? the drive-in because you can talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So in a movie theater, you know, you might you, you know get like a tap on the shoulder if you're talking too much. You say, "Hey, shh, you know, be quiet." Yeah. At a drive-in, you can go and you can just talk your head off. Yeah. You just talk talk the whole time, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing too is like the regular movie theaters. You have to like sneak food in your pockets, right? right? If you want to take it, right, 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 or right. pay like freaking twenty bucks for like a, a box of popcorn, right? Right. It's crazy. At a drive-in, just bring your car, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a problem, you know. You just you have all these snacks and stuff in your car. You can just bring it, and eat it there at your leisure. It's chill. Right. 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 Um, the other thing too is, and in theory you can do this at a theater, but I think it's kind of frowned upon. You can like hop from from theater oh, to yeah, theater. Yeah. 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 So at a lot of drive-ins, they have double headers. So you're sitting there watching the movie, yeah, and then you finish it, and you could stay there for the second movie. Yeah. You don't have to move, you don't have to do anything. You just sit there and watch the second the second movie. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, uh, and like you're just like in like an open like open field, right? Or what? It, yeah, it's like a, either a parking lot or an open field or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, this is really nice. And then another thing too um, is. Uh, what do you call it? It's just, I guess it feels more of like an experience. Maybe that's just because... Yeah, no, I thought, yeah that's yeah. what I was going to say. Because you're out, you know, in the open field. And you yeah. the sky above you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like more of an experience somehow. And maybe it's just because I go, I went to movies a lot more growing up than drive-ins. But when I go to the drive-in, it's like, yeah, I'm at the drive-in, right? Yeah, like, the yeah. top's down, the sky's out, you know? It's a vibe, right? It's a vibe, It's a vibe, yeah. whereas, like, the movies, like, you're kind of... 
you're kind of like in like a like almost like a, like a little box and you kind of forget about like where you're at for a little bit right you're focus, so, so focus on the movie whereas at the drive-in you know I, I don't i don't think i've ever been to the drive-in but i feel like it would be like i'm watching the movie but i'm still like i i, I haven't lost track of like where, you know, where i'm at right now. right you know right I mean? like, right you always aware of where you're at right right it's, and uh, you, you know get, get get some more food and you, you get talk yeah whatever. that's the thing too is like they also sell food there too so if you don't bring any you can buy food there you know they have bathrooms and everything um, the other another big plus is at a, at a movie, a movie theater, a lot of times the music, uh, the, the sound is so loud. It's like super, super, super loud, right? And they yeah. put it down purpose. Yeah, so you can hear yeah. it really loud and all this 3D audio, whatever. Um, in a drive-in, you have total control of the volume. If you want to blast the, the, oh, the movie sounds, yeah. you can yeah, blast the movie sounds. Yeah, yeah. If you want to just like, you know, put it a little lower and focus on a conversation or something, you can do that. Yeah. Right? It's totally chill. That's dope. That's yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I, I, for me personally, I don't see why I would ever go to a regular movie theater again. Wow. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. There's no reason to. It's right? an inferior experience. Yeah. In yeah. every way, shape, and form, it's inferior. That's, yeah. Can you think of one way a regular movie theater is better? Mm. No, no. I, I feel like the only way is if you're like a, like a super big, like, like film buff or something, right? And like you literally just go to experience the movie in its full glory with the 3D sound and the, right, right, right. You, you, you know, you you wanna you wanna like forget yourself, right? You yeah. wanna be like you know in the zone watching the movie, right? Yeah. Then then I think that yeah, I would. It's you know like like you you would do that like you would go alone, right? If you're right, like a big right, big right, movie right. buff, you know you don't want to talk to anyone, right. right? You don't want to be bothered. You want to see every single little detail and get all the sound, right? And, yeah. But I, I think I think that if you're going more for like the social experience, I feel like the driving is way superior. It's, it's right? superior, yeah. And like that, uh, speaking of the social experience, you can't really do this much now because of COVID. But you know, uh, I feel like uh, before you could see a lot of people. Um, so they would like park. They they take their like SUVs and they bring the seats down in the back, and you just open up the the trunk. And you could just have all your kids sitting on the back. Actually, I think you can still do that even with COVID. People are still doing that. You could just sit on the back and like have like all three or two or three or four or five. You have a whole family. Yeah. Bring them to drive in. Have them sit in the back, and the kids will love it way more because right. they can like they can walk around, run around. And they could like sit down. They yeah, can, they can yeah, bounce yeah, up and down. Yeah, they yeah. can hide in the front seat. The kids don't even have to watch the movie. They, no. you know, they don't gotta stay in the seat. They can no. just go outside. If the movie's and... boring to them or whatever, they could just. They can do whatever they're outside, yeah. right? It's like that's, uh, that's that that's that's really nice. Yeah, that's really nice. And all the ones I've gone to have been on like parking lots. But I imagine if if there were some on like actual fields, like grass fields, that would be amazing. Cause yeah. they could sit down and like have a picnic or something, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, anyways, let's get to some of the the stuff here. Um, not a lot of these are actually in the gateway cities, um, but they're very near the gateway cities. So if you're living in the gateway cities, some of these are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ones that I saw that stand out that would be relevant to our listeners. Um, so I guess if you're living like kind of near like San Gabrielish area, I guess the Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl is probably not too far. So there is a Tribeca drive-in at the Rose Bowl. Apparently this one's an offshoot of NYC's Tribeca Film Fest. It's backed by Robert De Niro. And um, it's visible even during the daytime, apparently. Hmm. Um, they, they have a bunch of movies they're playing. Uh, most of them seem like kind of recent ones. Uh, some of the older ones, too. Um, uh, we'll post all like the links to, on our yeah. uh, uh, podcast episodes so you guys can uh, go through yourselves. There's also um, 
if you live in your Torrance, I guess in Compton or something. Well, I think Torrance is Torrance. Uh, no, not. I don't think technically. Mm-hmm. Not, not at least not on our list. Okay, like they, no, no, it's yeah. Not. yeah. Um, so this is at the Rhodium. It's called Summer Weekend Driving at the Rhodium. It's in Torrance. Um, they're playing the Wizard of Oz. They're playing Greece. They're playing Thirteen Going on Thirty. They're playing Shrek. Everyone loves Shrek, right? Um, <laughs> then they have Classic. yeah. They have uh, the City of Industry is doing a drive-in, uh, another pop-up. Ooh, all right, all right. This one's curated by Michael B. Jordan, apparently. What the hell? <laughs> so I guess if you're his a fan of his, uh, they're doing double features all in the City right. of Industry. Um, then uh, Anaheim. So again, it's not in the Gateway Cities, but if you live like close by, yeah, it's pretty close by. Yeah, if you live in like like the, the south, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's not too far. So this is the Frida Cinema Drive-ins. This is in, in Anaheim, Orange County, at the Zion Lutheran Church and School. Um, they have two dates scheduled so far: July eighth, July 9th. They already passed. Did they pass? No, that's today. <laughs> so hopefully the, uh, they'll post more movies coming up soon. Um, this one is actually in the Gateway Cities, so Whittier Narrows. Whittier Narrows is actually going to be hosting. Uh, oh, Whittier Narrows. Yeah. All right. So it says, it's not too far at all if you live like in like Montebello. Oh, Montebello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like right there. So this is driving at the park presented by Tailgate oh, Fest. That's cool. At the park? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where you got the grass and the. Yeah, and exactly. The, uh, right? Exactly. You, that sounds just awesome. Open the back, That'd you, be dope. Let the kids out and play and do whatever yeah. they really want. Like in right now, the kids running around probably not a great thing with COVID, but. Right. And if, you know, they can still like move around a little bit. Presumably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Whittier and Arrows, uh, there's only one date right now. It's uh, July 25th, but they're going to be playing Sandlot and then A League of Their Own. So, the double feature. Um, and then Calabasas has one that's pretty far, though. Um, that's about it. I should also say, uh, these, are, these are the pop-up ones, but the Paramount Drive-In Theater, which is in the Gateway City, right, Paramount's uh, Gateway City, that's, I've gone to that one once. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was dope. No, once or I'm gonna go there twice actually. Okay. That one, that was a good one. It's dope. Um, right now the lines are pretty long just because obviously everyone's mm. trying to go out. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, we got in with no problem and uh, had a good time and everything was nice. Uh, and then as I mentioned, Mission Tiki in Pomona, not a gateway city, but um, especially when there was no traffic in the beginning, it was doable. Mm. Uh, that's a good one as well. Huh. Yeah. Pretty cool. So check um, out drive-ins. I strongly, yeah, strongly, I, I like that. strongly I, I like recommend that. drive-ins. I like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, what are your thoughts on? Uh, is it a is it a good is it a good hinge date? A good hinge date. Um. I think so. By and large, I think some women might be. Uh, might be too much. Yeah, it might. It might be like a little like wary about getting in a dude's car right, and, like, right, for the first date maybe I think usually like a little more lighter for the first date but I think like especially second, like second third, fourth dates whatever yeah, yeah yeah that's definitely you know set him up say hey how about we do a drive-in I think that'll be I think that'll be I a, think, a great like second third date yes yeah drive-in yeah right yeah yeah definitely take your hinge dates that maybe second or third one dates to the driving. To the driving, I right? think and it's a fantastic. Can, it's so much better than the movies because you could talk. You could talk, you right? Could talk, you could talk, right? right? You can... At the movies, you can't do that. No. Terrible hinge date. No, terrible hinge the date. The driving, great hinge date, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm a big fan. I, I like I'm a big that. fan. I like that. Take it to like a romantic, romantic movie. Yeah, yeah. One of these, uh, you know, I don't know what they got on here. La La Land. <laughs> Take it to La La Land. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. Um... And I don't know if Trolls World Tour is still playing, but that was a good movie too. Ooh, yeah. I, I, what is that? Trolls World Tour. 
I know. I don't know the, what that the, is. The trolls. You know, remember the <laughs> like the, the the little dolls. Yeah, the, the dolls. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it. I think. No. Yeah, trolls. Um, I actually saw that one at a drive-in. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has J Balvin in it. No yes, way. It yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, what it is does. it? Like a cameo? It's a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> what? They have the reggaeton trolls. What? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. Way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, they so have that. being blown. Yeah. Why the reggaeton trolls? What does that do with anything? Honestly, I think it was kind of just like uh, marketing. Marketing, and stuff. probably. Yeah. But like, it was a small segment, but it was, it was it was fun. They have K-pop trolls too. They have like they have all kinds of trolls. So like the trolls though, is it like animated trolls? Animated like, is, trolls, is, is, yeah. So animated is, trolls. Is, is Jay Balvin? Is he animated? Or yeah, he, he's an animated troll. But yeah. can you tell it's him? You can hear his voice, yeah. 100%. But this, like, does he look like him? No. But, okay. No, I don't remember. No. Okay, okay. So they look like, like like little trolls. Yeah. They play his famous song. I forgot, I forgot what it's called. Uh, they play uh, a yeah, one-on-one song. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got to watch yeah. that. Definitely, trolls definitely, definitely. Trolls tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. That's next. Next uh, up. I think that's about it, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. That's all yeah. we got for today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if, Again, if you're interested, hit up a drive-in. Great time. Yep. With the family, with a date, whatever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's it for this episode. Um, we're going to leave links in the description for the YouTube. Um, and we're also going to be, again, we're going to be reaching out on Facebook. Yeah. And trying to get, you know, some more details on certain things and how people feel about certain things. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, and just remember, uh, our email is the Times. Uh, at gmail.com mm-hmm. right so hit us up with your comments your questions your news if you have any news that you think is w- uh, worth sharing um, yeah that's about it for today yep alright alright we'll see you guys uh, next week alright make sure to read your local paper that's right <laughs>